What is up, everybody? Welcome to Culture FC, the weekly soccer show that's not really about soccer. We cover lifestyle, fashion, music, politics, all the things surrounding the beautiful game, just none of the stuff happening on the pitch. My name is Louie. My name's Eggy. And this week, we got into a whole slew of topics. We started talking about how Borussia Dortmund has canceled 500 season ticket holders' tickets because they didn't show up to enough games. We talked about Neymar being accused of rape and then exposing the girl on Instagram. And then we talked about the Champions League final. We talked about the pitch invader, all of the things that happened with this final, and just how boring it kind of was overall. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to hit that subscribe button. You can find us on all of your favorite podcasting apps. We are on every single one of them. You can even watch the video version of this podcast on YouTube. So wherever you are, make sure you're subscribing so that you get episodes directly to your phone or wherever you listen to podcasts every single week. And I think you should consider leaving us a review. Let us know how we're doing. Be honest. If you like the podcast, let us know. Give us your honest feedback. We are always trying to get better and we need your help to do so. So let us know what you think by leaving a review or send us a DM or email up so you can find us all of our contacts in the show notes. And you can even follow us on our social medias. They're all at Trouble Soccer. And you can even check out our website at TroubleSoccer.com. We post blog articles and different things on there as well. I think that's enough of me rambling. Let's get into this week's episode. So, quick funny story. Uh, I play in a typical five-a-side indoor, indoor league, play on turf. Show up to the game, and everyone was just standing around some guy. I didn't really know who it was. I'm warming up, and someone tells me it's Onana. I'm like, no way. I'm like, you guys are idiots. You guys think some tall black guy's Onana. What is wrong with you people? And hold on, just so people know who Onana is. Yeah, Andre Onana is the goalkeeper for Ajax. So everyone's telling me, oh, yeah, he's playing, he's playing. I'm like, no way, this isn't this guy. Game starts, and this guy's he's jogging. He's barely even trying. Picks up the ball. I don't know, midfield, takes one touch and just rips a shot into the top corner. Okay, so my question to you is, so where we play footy, it's in Northboro, Massachusetts. It is like 45 minutes outside of Boston. There's no real reason why anyone goes to Northboro. That was the biggest reason why I was like, there's no way this guy, what is he doing in Northboro, Mass? Like... Because as uh, let's not forget, this is the starting goalkeeper for Ajax, like one of the best, like one of the best teams in all of Europe. Yep. And he's in Northboro, Massachusetts. Literally, I honestly, I didn't believe and the whole like the whole time warming up. I just, I'm like, no way, no way. And then I started noticing there's a crowd in front of our game. I'm like, what is going on? Why are all these people watching our game? Right. And then it hit me after his first shot. I was like, this is motherfucking Andre Onana right now. So dude played, it's a 50-minute game. He played maybe half the game. Didn't hit a single sprint. <laughs> but he damn well scored seven. I'll tell you that right now. So you but you let up seven goals? Oh, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> you want to know what's crazy? We actually tied. So we tied them 7-7. <laughs> so this man scored all their goals. And let me tell you, no one on his team could even could even had a touch on a ball, couldn't touch a ball, could barely run like this man was playing at half speed and kept up with our whole team. That's wild. The, the literally the other four guys on the field with him were placeholders. That's hey, insane. No and no disrespect to them. They just they weren't very great. They weren't great players, you know what I mean? <laughs> but literally, if the ball got to him, if you let him get any kind of space and rip a shot, it was either top corner or just or very close to it. So then, like, how did people like confirm that it was him? Did someone ask him? Did someone like look him up? Like, so the way I found out it was him, everyone kept making a buzz about it. People kept saying it, and one of the guys who works there because over me, he's like, "Hey, so he's like, he's like, he's like, that's really Onana." Halftime, he's like, he's like, he's like, you're playing against Onana. I was like, I was like, no way. I was like, dude, how do you know that's him? Like, it looks like him. Don't get me wrong. All these people are watching. How do you know it's him? <laughs> 
he like he had to come up to Teamworks and sign a special waiver. Oh wow. Because they didn't want to be sued by Ajax or <laughs> any sort of any legal trouble for having him get if he got injured on their field. You well, know what I mean? Yeah, because the dude has to play exactly. And, and if Ajax come come suing, they probably got some good lawyers that could come for you. You know what I mean? So he told me he's like, no, they literally had to have him come in like beforehand, sign his own special waiver. Like it get they didn't even give a membership fee. I mean, obviously you're gonna waive that for Onan. Let's be honest. Right. Don't blame. Him for I that. mean, like just the fact that he's playing there is already like pretty exactly. awesome. Take that. But literally, they made him sign his own special thing, and they like had him in there and told him, like, listen, you're signing this, and if you get hurt, <laughs> we are not at all at fault. Like, you're taking this risk on your own. That is so insane. Yeah. So I honestly didn't believe it. So I was, like, I was like, seriously? I was like, yeah. And then after the game, one of our one of the players on our team went up to me and was like, hey, man, you're Andre Onana, right? And he kind of like like half smiled, and, he's, and that's when he knew, like, they're on to me. Yeah. He's like, yeah. But he spoke kind of like broken English. He's like, he's, yeah. like, he's like, yeah, yeah, like, like it, it's me. And the guy's like, no, he's like, seriously, like, it's really, really you. He's like, yeah. And like, I looked him up right there while I was sick. I was kind of part like ten feet away from him. I looked at my phone, like the pictures. Look at him. I was like, that's no, that's him. I was like, that's fucking him. <laughs> that's Andre Onana. <laughs> I mean, that's wild though that you get to say that you've played. You played against someone who's played against some of the best people in all of Europe. Dude, think about it this way. Literally two months ago, maybe I watched him play against Cristiano Ronaldo. Right. And now last wow. week I watched him. Hit seven balls past my head. So. <laughs> hey, man, that's that's really cool. It's funny that you're in the same sentence as Cristiano Ronaldo. That's pretty great. Yeah, I'll give I, you that. I mean, I don't want to brag, but <laughs> no, no, dude, he, he, was a, he was a really cool guy. Overall, off, off, like after the game, everyone was crying around him, talking to him, asking him questions, and he was. He didn't shrug anybody off. You can clearly tell when he got when he got to the point. He was like, "Okay, guys, like, like I'm just here to, to hang family. out. Yeah. Like, come on." Now. After like 15 minutes, he was kind of just like, "Okay, like I want to I want to change and go home. I'm sweaty." So he people kind of left him alone. But he was there. I'm with what I'm assuming were his kids. With his kids? Yeah, he oh, had two. Kids? He had two little ones with him. And oh they, wow! The way he was interacting seemed like, again. I didn't ask him, but yeah, it seemed like it was his kids. He took him on the field after and kind of played around them for another point or so minutes. So that's so nice. Yeah, super super cool dude. Super humble. Didn't play in goal. He he told us he refused to play in goal, and I was like, "Thank God." Yeah, I don't think anybody would score. Oh, absolutely not. The goal's <laughs> so small; it's not yeah. even like like a regular goal is eight feet by eight meters. Like the one at Teamworks is, is maybe maybe seven feet by seven feet, maybe yeah. something like that. Yeah. Eight feet. I don't even know. Like it's not big. It's a five aside goal. Ex- yeah, exactly. He would. He's a, he's a wall. Like no one would score no. him at all. No, that's crazy though. I mean, I wonder why he came to New England. Like that's just such a random. Yeah, I'm. Thing. I'm a, I think it's family because somebody said that his cousins, the people who were playing with him, were his cousins. Oh, okay. And the guys okay. who were playing with him, I've seen them playing there for months now. For oh, okay. Months. So I'm assuming his season ended. He came to visit family, and they're like, "Hey, you want to play? You want to play with? <laughs> you want to come help with winning this game?" <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, hey, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, that's a great mm-hmm. story. He did take he he took two shots that I saved. Let me tell you those, those <laughs> saves. <laughs> My hands were hurting right after. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, dude, bro. super cool dude. And I, I'm being serious when I say I don't think he hit a single sprint the whole game. He was just like jogging. Just jogging. It, like the ball coming to him, he would literally walk, walk, take one touch out of his feet, and just rip the damn thing. Well, I'm just thinking like, okay, so this dude is accustomed to taking goal kicks, right? Which mm-hmm. are full field usually. Like he'll get them three quarters down the field like most goalkeepers. Yeah. Like the indoor pitches they're they're small yeah anyhow this dude hits it it's gonna he's, be a rocket he's got a couple shots don't get me wrong there were a couple shots you can clearly tell he, he's accustomed to goal kicks so there's a couple shots that went straight up in the net that you could tell like oh that's his goal kick but that's crazy <laughs> the ones that were on target man let me tell you 
<laughs> they they weren't getting saved easily. Oh man. Yeah, dude, it was it was pretty damn cool. I literally spent the whole first half just denying it, like, no way, this is just some guy who's kicking our ass. Yep. Like it's not Onana, but yep. no, it was it was really him. Damn man, that's awesome. Well, I'm glad you got to share with our listeners that story because it's just really funny in general. Yeah. If you ever meet him, he doesn't speak great English, but he's a nice guy. <laughs> really, really nice guy. <laughs> but all right, guys, let's move along to this week's uh, news topics. First one I want to cover is something that, uh, something that I saw yesterday, actually. Uh, news came out that Borussia Dortmund canceled 500 season mm-hmm. ticket holders' tickets because they didn't attend enough games. The Dortmund newspaper... Uh, reported that the club have terminated season tickets for those for those people who didn't go to at least seven of the seventeen Bundesliga home games at uh, Dortmund Stadium, and it's insane because you know Dortmund are usually known for being incredibly like good value for their money. Like their cheapest season ticket is two hundred euros. Yeah, dude, and, and for that stadium, like that fan base, like that's insane. it's insane. And let me make sure you understand: it is two hundred euro for the season for all seventeen games. Not 200 euro a game. Like, here in America, for comparison, for anybody who, you know, has gone to an NFL game or seen it, at least for us here in New England, two, like, okay, so if you take 200 euros, that's probably like $240. $240 don't, sometimes doesn't even get you into one Patriots game on a Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Like, there are games that go for $400 for you to sit up in the nosebleeds. Yeah, if they're July. playing a half-decent team, you're not getting anywhere near, you're not even getting into the parking lot for $200. It's insane. And then when you have, like, this is what's so baffling. Like, you, we think that here in America we're trying to like model ourselves after Europe, but no, not at all. Like, no. even MLS teams are paying way more for season tickets than fucking two hundred and the equivalent of two hundred and forty dollars for seventeen home games. Like, yeah. that is what does that even come out to? Like, less than fifteen dollars a game? I don't even know. I'm uh, yeah, terrible at math, so yeah, beats no, me. Than, but no, you're right, right about that. That's seventeen nuts. games. Yeah, because fifteen dollars like two hundred. What, 205? Oh, man, I'm not going to do math because yeah. I'm just going to embarrass myself. <laughs> if that's wrong, please, uh, <laughs> please ignore that. <laughs> and so, but so how do you feel about this? Like, in terms of, do you think it's the right move by Dorman? Like, how, what are your, what was your reaction when you heard this? At first, I felt a little bad for the fans. But then I thought about it, like, that, that fan base, like, they, they have like a 50,000 person waitlist or something like that. They do. Like, I, I kind of agree with the movie, you know what I mean? Like, that fan base is known for being arguably the, maybe the best fan base of any team, I'd any prob- sporting team in the world. I'd probably, I'd, I'd put money on that. Yeah, and honestly, I find it hard to believe those even empty seats in any of those games. I know, right? Go back and look. But no, I agree. If you're not coming to the games, these guys clearly hold, hold their fans to a standard, and those fans meet those standards every game. No, I agree with it. And it's funny because, like, it wasn't even half of the games. It was seven of the yeah, games. So yeah, if you yeah. didn't even go to less than half of the games, mm-hmm. why are you even a season ticket holder? Exactly. Just so you can, like, hold on to it? like Just for, like, Shits and giggles. I, I, yeah, I don't really know. If you're not going to the games, give it to somebody else. And I, I know that it's not really like here in the States where you're able to like do resale because in Europe, they really don't like yeah, they reselling. Don't like they hate it. Mm-hmm. And so for because they don't want you to profit off of like them, exactly. you know, which I, mean, I, like, I get in a yeah. way. Prime example of it. I'm pretty sure both Liverpool and Tottenham Banned fans who were trying to sell their ticket, their Champions League tickets. Oh yeah, and yeah. I, I saw that. I think that they were gonna try. They were gonna give people like a lifetime ban or like a three year ban for yep, trying yep. it, mm-hmm. which is insane. Um, but no, as you said, dude, their waiting list is fifty thousand people waiting on it. I don't know. I don't think their. I think their stadium fits fifty thousand, sixty thousand. Yeah. Like, think about that. They have an entire other stadium waiting, Wait, just waiting to get to be, tickets. Just, not to just go to the game. To be a season ticket holder, like right. 
Oh, that's so crazy. So, I mean, at first, like I, like I think, like you said, I think it it felt harsh because it's like, man, maybe some of these people have had it for so long. Yeah. But at the same time, if you're not going to the games, why are you a season ticket holder? Yeah, Just so you it, could say that true. you are? like Because you have months to prepare in advance for also, the, what, the schedule part comes out July, June, early July? Early, yeah. Something like that. And the season ends in May. So you have a whole nine, ten months to plan the games you're going to go to, plan it out, and you yep. tell me you don't pull it off. I, I don't and know. that's the other thing is like, why be a season ticket holder? Just get tickets to games. You can yeah. if, if yeah, you, you become a member it. of the mm-hmm. club, you can still buy tickets mm-hmm. to games. They're just not exactly. The season tickets. Yeah. If if your schedule is a little hectic, you can't make it to the game. Give it to somebody who can. It, yeah. Like it sucks to say, you know what I mean. It sucks that you don't have that privilege of being a season ticket holder anymore. But give it to somebody that's going to use it for hopefully all 17 matches. Absolutely, and it's interesting because. Ima- uh, now I keep thinking about it. Imagine those people who got kicked off the season tickets and then they have to go back on the wait list. Like, that's so <laughs> wild. You're like, you you are in queue 49,910. <laughs> good job. Oh, I'm trying to think of a good German name. Can't good job. Uh, Gunter. Good job, Gunter. You Sven. Are Sven. Or is that more Swedish? Whatever. Know, Sven's going to be German from now I on. I just thought Sven Bender, if I'm being honest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sven is now German for anybody listening. <laughs> But yeah, good job, Sven. You didn't go to seven of the home games, and now you're forty nine thousandth, one hundred and eleventh. And good luck. <laughs> good luck. Maybe your grandkids will get the season ticket. <laughs> <laughs> but do you think that more clubs should do this? Because I know that not every club has a massive wait list mm. like Dortmund. But you know, a lot of people do complain about the atmosphere in some European stadiums, right? And there definitely are clubs that have wait lists mm-hmm. for season tickets as well. What do you feel about it? Do you think that more clubs should take a stance like this, even though it is a wee bit harsh? It definitely is a little harsh, and I don't blame clubs for not doing it, but when you look at the atmosphere that the Dormans created, the, when you look at their fans, it's it's a model that's working, clearly. You know what I mean? So I do think clubs should should, over, should partake and have the same, similar policy. Maybe not so harsh. Yeah. I don't blame them if it's not so harsh, but I also don't blame them if it is just as harsh. Well, the other thing about German soccer that is really interesting is that is they have the 50 plus one rule, which means that uh, at least, I believe, 51% of the people who own the club have to be supporters. Yep. And that is every single German club. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that actually creates a really cool like desire to be a part of German soccer. So they already have rabid fans. Like if yeah, you go to like yeah. people in Germany are wild for soccer. It's pretty awesome. Like yep. they every club, I mean, I would remember like last week the scenes of uh there's the Berlin, Union Berlin, who had never been in the Bundesliga one, mm. just got promoted to the Bundesliga. The scenes from when they got oh, promoted insane. was insane. People like raided the pitch. Like they went crazy. Like the, the fans were nuts. Like it was stuff that like I kept seeing on Twitter. People were like, oh man, like people talk about promotion relegation, how like it's not really right for America. But then you see these videos and it's like, dude, it's just pure emotion. And so my whole point about all of that was thinking that. It works really well for Dortmund because they have a 50,000-person uh, waitlist. They kind of had no choice. They kind of had to kick these yeah. people out. Yeah, they did. But at the same time, if you look at it, they have the one of the best atmospheres probably in the whole world for every game. So oh, yeah. It, like, if you're not going to be a part of it, don't fucking go. Exactly. And like, I, and some of the things they do, like the TIFOs they do and just like... The TIFOs uh, they do are wild. And all the organization goes into their fan base. Like, if you're not going to partake in that, if you don't want to be part of that culture... Then fuck right yes, off. Exactly. Step out and let somebody who wants to. If you don't want to be part of it, buy a ticket for the games you can't go to and yep. sit somewhere outside of the, the, the ticket the season ticket holder section. Yep. 
And I, I, I kind of wish that pe- more people would do this, you know, because I do too. I do too. It's just a way of almost like I don't want to say cleansing because it sounds really awful, but it's like a way of like getting <laughs> You're trying to purge the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> that sounds so terrible. But what I'm trying to say is like it gets rid of the people who aren't really contributing no, that I much. Agree. I get what you're trying to say. And I, I agree with you. I agree with you. You know what I mean? So again, don't kill your fans, please. <laughs> Let's just yeah, you, you want those. Clear. You want those to stick around. But <laughs> no, I, I think overall it's a good move by them. It's the right move. And again, if you're not making, if you're not making it to, to seven of the games when you're paying for seven and, and at, the, at the price it is too, like $200 for 17 games. You, you, you can't make it to seven? You're telling yeah. me that you're sitting at home on like a Sunday and you're like, oh man, it was like 15 euro to go to this game. You're really not going to go? Yeah. Like, come on. It's, yeah. It's oh. wild. I don't get it. I could name like seven games off the top of my head that I'd want to go see. Like seven good Bundesliga games I want to go see. You know what I mean? Like Bayern, yeah. Schalke. I mean, I keep going March and Gladbach. Um, who else is there? Oh, well, there's other Bundesliga. <laughs> <laughs> I clearly don't watch that much Bundesliga. But. Uh, but that's all right. No, you, I, I think you make a good point. Like, just, dude, like, if you don't love football, why are you a season ticket holder for a, for a football club? Yeah, yeah. If you're not going to the game, if you're not, if you're not immersing yourself in that, in that environment, don't be a season ticket holder. Get tickets to the games you can make it to and support when you can. Nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? You don't have to be a rabid supporter. Yeah. But if you can't commit to that, let somebody who can do it. Exactly. And I think that it really that will I hopefully if other clubs adopt this it will help start to bring back the that that good atmosphere for uh, European games. Yeah. You know? um, but all right, moving along to our next story, something that kind of happened over the weekend. Somehow we always get on this topic on this podcast, but another soccer superstar is accused of rape. This time it is our boy and lover. Oh, I wish he was my lover. Neymar. <laughs> Nay daddy. Nay daddy. Nay daddy is accused of raping a woman in May at a hotel in Paris. Now, so this woman filed a police report accusing Neymar of raping her. Um, apparently it took place on May 15th in Paris. Uh, Nay basically flew her out of Brazil to France. Um, and then... She claims that he was drunk and aggressive when he met her at the hotel and forcibly had sex with her without her consent. Then she returned to Brazil two days later and filed a report in Sao Paulo on Friday. And then what happened over the weekend was a little shocking and just wild, quite frankly. So Neymar, in response to this, posted a like seven minute long IGTV video where he basically came out and said that this woman's trying to extort him and his family mm-hmm. for money, uh, basically saying that if you know him, you know he would never do that. Um, basically, he defended himself to the teeth. If you speak Portuguese, go on his IG. Actually, I'm pretty sure people have put subtitles on it at this point. You can find it on the internet. Yeah, I'm sure you can. Um, but I remember, I think was it? I think you sent it to me or told me about it. And I like watched it after yeah, on yeah, Saturday we, night. We were talking about it, and then we were watching this video. And at the end of the video, which was. It crazy was that Neymar then screen captured his phone on his WhatsApp messages with this woman yep. and expose her like expose everything. Yeah. And when I say everything, I mean everything. Yes. He didn't blur blur out his own messages, people. And let me tell you, May Daddy is nasty. He yes. Some of, the, <laughs> some of the things he was saying. And let me tell you, it's not unprompted. This woman was clearly just as much up for up for the nasty talk as he was. Right. And but. so ever since this came out, Nay Nay's dad 
who is also his agent, has been in, on Brazilian television defending his son, saying that it's it's a it's a setup. They're trying to extort money from him. And again, it's it's weird because now we're caught in this thing of like who to believe, right? You know, on the one hand, you have a woman who she claims she was raped, and that's always a super heavy thing to deal right. with. And like, a serious matter. It needs, to, it needs to be taken and, and investigated seriously. Don't get me wrong. Especially when shit like this, for whatever reason, just mm-hmm. seems to a, a tra- superstars seem to attract this kind of crap. Yeah. You know, we talked yeah. about it months ago with R- Cristiano Ronaldo and everything. But it, it, you know, on the other hand, you know, it's such a strange thing because Nate kind of has proof. Like yeah. these videos, like if he scrolled through it, there this girl sent him nudes. There's pictures of like mm-hmm. her in different positions. They're trading yep. some There's like, clearly nasty messages of her messages. of her referring to other times they've had sexual interactions. You know what I mean? Like they've this is clearly not a one of one. You know what I mean? They've been going, they've been doing this for a while. Yeah. And so it was just insane because like <laughs> this dude straight up exposed her. Like yeah. it, it's you know what I mean? Like First off, before we get too deep, do you believe Nay that it was an extortion? Does it d- from what after I've what seen, you've seen? I don't want to act like I'm sleeping under the rug, obviously. But from what I've seen and what was out there so far, it I do believe him. It does seem it's at least seem like it's an extortion. It does seem like she's clearly going after him for money. Now, if that's not true and she has some sort of proof or anything that says otherwise, absolutely show like show the world that and 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 prove it. You know what I mean? Like show, right. prove it. Pretty much. If he did this, he needs to go down for it. Flat out. Yeah. No, absolutely. no other way around around it. But from what we've seen so far, it it does look like it's a money grab. And it's, it's unfortunate to say that in this day and age. It's unfortunate that, it's, that you have to have that back and forth. But yeah. it does look like he's like he's telling the truth here. Yeah, and I I feel the same way because reading the text and like and especially after listening to him talk about it, the way she went at him, like she just kept messaging him. They got I guess they yeah. were introduced via a mutual friend or something, mm-hmm. and she just started sending him a bunch of messages. And I don't know how often they had ever seen each other, but I do know at least in the beginning of the text, she was really going after him. Yeah. And she was like, "Oh, yeah. like I really want to meet you," and she was super thirsty. Like I'm just yep. gonna put yep. that out there. Like she was absolutely she wanted it bad. Like mm-hmm. and he didn't send a single picture to her, no, but he didn't. she sent him. I don't know my, handfuls of, of my favorite parts of the pictures is that she sends him an album of like thirty or so pictures, and <laughs> anyone the questions Neymar's desire to win is just is BSing it because the man's response was "Thank you, I'm off the train." <laughs> He's like, 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 like bo, bo and I was like, this man literally just got about thirty nude photographs of this woman. And goes, thanks, gotta go train, bye, and. Oh man, and I just remember thinking like like this chick was like it was so thirsty, it was so over the top like her like uh like trying to hit on him and like mm. he was I mean think about it though. She is a pretty attractive woman. She like Nay's single, you know, you're going to send him some pics, send him some some naughty oh, texts, he's going to answer. Yeah. You want to fly to you want to fly mm-hmm. to Paris? Mm-hmm. Okay, Nay's yeah. got money to spare. Oh, absolutely. He could he'll fly you on in a heartbeat. He, what's it to him? He's not even going to miss that money. <laughs> All right, like it, it probably cost him like Point zero 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 one of all the money that he has ever made to fly this chick out to Paris. He'll he'll make that money back five minutes on the pitch. Doesn't matter to him. For real. And so then it's also like, I wonder if it's this kind of thing where like she went there, thought like something else was gonna happen, like they they had sex, and then she was like, ooh, now I'm all upset or whatever, like he didn't want her or whatever. But it's also like, yo, like. It's I don't even know I don't want to get too deep into that part because like who knows what right, happened right. at this that, point that part it's all speculation you can only speculate what went on there but it unfortunately seems like she's just using this moment to try and get money out of him which sucks because it has happened to other right, uh, uh, right. it's actually a very common thing that happens in the world of soccer like 
in Brazil, I, I you've heard you hear about it every once in a while too. Like people trying to like claim that someone raped them and like shit here, even even in the states, it happens too. And I like we were talking about it in a group that we have uh, a texting group that we have with friends and someone was like man like if it turns out to not be true and she is trying to extort nay for money like that should be prosecutable I, right i like, agree i agree because you 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 could tr- truly ruin one of the most promising soccer careers currently going right now you know what i mean yep. the man's a bona fide superstar yeah on a global scale he's top three and he's not three you know what i mean right like he's maybe number one yeah he's up there with Cristiano ronaldo i'd put him commercially above messi oh commercially he is probably mm-hmm. about just below Cristiano ronaldo absolutely yeah i would put them neck and neck they're one a and one b you know what yeah. i mean and you're telling me this, this lady's taking a shot and and trying to ruin that yeah again if if it's fake if it's right. fake, she's ruining something that, that the man has put a lot of time and effort into building. Absolutely. Like, uh, and, no matter what you're thinking of as a player, no matter if you think he's annoying, a diver, whatever you mean, the, the man has put a lot into his brand and it shows. Yeah, he's worked so hard to get to where Absolutely. he is. Like, you don't, I'm sorry, you don't win a Libertadores in a Champions League just because you're like a pretty boy superstar. Like, no, no. you work for it. Like, you are a baller to get there. Exactly. There's a reason that Brazil is always a favorite in every tournament they go into because this man is their star player and he, he gets them there. Absolutely, man. And it's just like, it really sucks because if she, I'm really happy that he exposed her. I am, too. I'm, I am too. Because a lot of times these kind of stories just kind of fly under the radar and you hear about it from newspapers yep. and people start to report it. Like Cristiano Ronaldo. He never publicly addressed it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He, a lot of it, all, all, all of the news that came out about that whole situation with the woman or actually anything that happens in Cristiano Ronaldo's personal life never really gets addressed by him. He, yeah. He really, really does, just doesn't like to expose that. So credit to Nay for taking, for stepping up and doing it because... It sucks, and it's it's not a look anyone wants to put out there. No one wants to reveal their personal messages. No, and think about it, right? Like, Ney is getting ready for Copa America. Mm-hmm. And as weird as it sounds, Neymar's biggest trophy with Brazil was an Olympic gold. Don't get me wrong. That's a massive trophy for Brazil. Yeah. Brazil had never got Olympic gold in soccer. Yep. But, you know, Brazil with under with Ney has never won a Copa America. They've never won a World Cup. So he's getting ready for the Copa America that kicks off in, like, I think, like, 10 days at this point. Something like that, yeah. It's soon. And so Brazil are currently the favorites to win the Copa America. And it's like, now he has to deal with this crap. And, like, he's training. He's in Brazil. He's getting ready for this world, for the, for this cup. And he has to deal with this crap. Like, that sucks. Like, that's really going to, like, I hope it doesn't throw off his game. Like, that just really blows. Yeah. I'm happy that he exposed her. I hope, I, you know, and like I said, I really hope that like, I don't. I hope you guys don't under, uh, like take this the wrong way. Like, I'm not trying to make this less of a situation than it is. Because yeah. if it is a real situation where she really, uh, he did really assault right, her right. and rape her, he needs to be locked up behind bars. I and- agree. He needs, he needs to go down for what he did. He needs to pay the the ultimate consequence because that's that's inexcusable. Absolutely. But again, it, it we're just we can just go off of what we've seen. Yeah. And from what we've seen from his side of things, it does look like he has the. The proof to back up his claim that he didn't do anything wrong. Right. It seems that way. Yeah. We'll see how this story folds out. I just thought it was crazy because I remember like talking about this video and I, and I like I saw Neymar posted something on Instagram and I always follow like I always look at what he posts or whatever and I'm like, damn, he's just sitting there talking. Neymar never does this. So then I yeah. watched the video and I'm like, oh, that's what this is about. Okay. I didn't say he looked really like like the dude was a smile. He's always joking around. It seems like he looked very just like stone cold and like yep. serious. And I was like, this seems very here? strange. Yeah. yeah. And my portrait isn't, isn't isn't perfect, but I can at least pick up bits and pieces and understand, like, oh, okay, shit, this is serious. Yeah. Listen up. Uh, but all right, I mean, he doesn't, I mean, you don't really, I don't know, he doesn't need to rape anyone. He has a sister. <laughs> 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 oh. How, 
how heartbroken do you think his sister was seeing those messages? Imagine that, dude. She's probably sitting there like, oh, I'm over here in Brazil just waiting on him on the <laughs> season to finish. And, and you're flying girls out. Oh, man. I, uh, You know what sucks? If I ever get the chance to meet Neymar and he hears any of the things I've ever said about him, oh, you're gonna it's, shun. it's you're gonna done. Shun. Absolutely. Which is awful. Yeah. Nay, I love you. And if I ever meet you, I like I never said any of these things. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking back off what he said. <laughs> it's all love. Man, imagine that moment though. You <laughs> you pull up, you're like, "Nay, I'm a, I love you, man. I'm a huge fan." And he's like, "Hey, I listen to your podcast, man. You had a lot of shit to say about me and my sister." <laughs> <laughs> really? I'd be so heartbroken. I would stand there. I'd be like, oh, "Okay, man." I'm, I would walk away. I don't think you can defend that. I know. I'd be as heartbroken as his sister was when she saw the video. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm done making jokes about Neymar and his sister. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. Yeah, anyway, we're gonna talk about Jamie too. I mean, Rafaela. And alrighty, guys, moving along to more controversy in the world of soccer. This past weekend was the Champions League final, which my girlfriend got me this really cool scarf in Madrid because she was at the fan zone. Thank you, babe. What a it's girl. It's pretty what cool. Lady. Usually I hate half and half scarves, but this one's kind of cool because it it's about dope. the final. Fucking has Liverpool's bird on it, so that kind of upsets me, but you know, whatever. It is what it is. I don't blame you because the Tottenham part disgusts me. Yeah, I know. Yeah, well. off that. She got me this cool friendship bracelet. Shout out shout out to you, Sarah. It's really funny that you bring that up because I didn't get a friendship bracelet. And I was really <laughs> upset about it before we started recording. And yeah, I'm still mad no, about that. Upset? Oh, I had no idea. But anyway, the Champions League is one of the most watched sporting events on the planet. I believe it's every year it is the most watched sporting event on the planet. It beats out the Super Bowl and it's not even close. Honestly, it was a pretty lackluster final um, for... Such a crazy, amazing Champions League season that we had this year. The final really didn't live up to the hype. It felt very underwhelming. People have been comparing this uh, season of the Champions League to Game of Thrones. A ton of surprises, yep. shocks, genuine emotion. And it like really gets you sucked in with all of these mm-hmm. like crazy like twists and turns. And then you get to that final ending and it's just truly disappointing. It was so bad. Like... It, and, like, sure, it had to end somehow, but no one, aside from maybe Brendan, who isn't here, enjoyed that final. Like, that was yeah. that was just, Listen, like, I, eh. I went into it because I'm a Chelsea supporter. Obviously, it sucked that now another English team went and won. It was nice to be able to say we're the last team to win the Champions League. Last English team to win the Champions League. So I went into it thinking, you know what? All I want is a good game, and hopefully Liverpool win, because it's fuck Tottenham. <laughs> Flat out. And God, what an awful game. Yeah, uh, it was really not great. Yeah. Um, but the most, probably the most the interesting, highlight, the highlight, the highlight, and the most entertaining part of the whole game was this woman who invaded the pitch wearing I was I want to call it a one piece bathing suit, but in reality, it was not really that much cloth at all. No, she literally was. She could pretty much see everything. Yeah, and she invaded the pitch middle of the action. And had, like, people chasing her. And, like, there were so many pictures about her being posted on the internet. It was, like, this massive thing. Um, 
Of course, you know, it's a male-dominated sport. She is a very good-looking woman, so that clearly drew in a ton ton of eyes, a ton of eyeballs, and it just brought so much media attention. I also think that because the Champions League final was a little boring, they did a lot of people have been picking up the story a lot. I absolutely agree. If there had been a back-and-forth game full of action, it would have got slapped on the rug a little bit. Oh, yeah. But because the game was so dull, so boring, for her, it was a perfect scenario because she did it. And then the game was so damn bad yeah. that it really, it really stood out what she did more. And it's crazy because with pitch invaders, soccer has started to do something where if someone invades the pitch, usually they just cut the cameras or at least move the camera up and don't show it. She timed it so well that the ball was in play. And so I'm pretty sure a lot of the cameras caught it. I don't yeah. know if every channel was able to like get away I from it. I saw her briefly from, from what I was watching on. I saw her briefly and then the camera panned away. But right. The, you usually don't even see them. You know right. I mean? They usually catch them before they even get into camera view. No, you saw her. said, what the hell was, is that like black speck? Because, let's be honest, her bathing suit was all this. I, I didn't know there was a person under the right. bathing suit because yep. it was so damn little. And so the swimsuit she was wearing, it said Vitaly Uncensored. And th- all of a sudden, people started to Google this and, f- and try to look it up what it is. Basically, what happened was... There's a guy, and his name is Vitaly Zdrovetsky. I'm so sorry, bro. I <laughs> fucked up your name so bad. That's 100% botched, but it's okay. Super botched. I'm pretty sure he just goes by Vitaly. I so, think so, yeah. I don't yeah. think he even says his last name. He's a super popular YouTuber, actually. Who mm-hmm. he's, a, he's a Russian-American YouTuber. And he he's known for his hilarious antics and his like X-rated content um, that usually features his girlfriend, which yep. was this woman who invaded the pitch. Vitaly... Uh, organized this whole thing for his girlfriend to invade the pitch as a marketing stunt for his website. And this dude is a super popular YouTuber already. So he already has like, set, like I actually want to look him up to see what his YouTube numbers are because I haven't looked it's him up be. since this past yeah, weekend. Um, I know. So once it happened, I stumbled across her name on her Instagram page. She was, before the stunt was right at about half a million followers by, I don't know, Three hours, four hours after the game ended, she was at two million. So Vitaly on YouTube has ten million subscribers on YouTube, and wow. on Saturday his account jumped up ninety-two thousand subscribers. Wow! And his Instagram, I, I think he had just under a million on his Instagram, or maybe mm. a little bit more. I think he has like three million or two million now. Yeah. Like you said about her, I think on Saturday she started with five hundred thousand. Yep. And then she was at three million. She's at and three million. She now? was wow. her account's down. Someone's oh. claiming that she got hacked, or someone just took it down. So I don't know what happened. That sucks. But basically, this guy Vitaly, he actually in 2014 he invaded the pitch for the 2014 World Cup yep. in the final, and that actually caught a bunch of attention too. He had he had written Vitaly on his chest, and he had written Vitaly and censored on his whole body, yep. and, and and went and invaded the pitch. And that like already got him a lot of attention, but he also it got him banned from every football stadium on the planet. And then he goes and organizes in 2019 his girlfriend to invade the pitch. And he was actually at the stadium. He wore I was I followed him on, I found him on Instagram. I didn't follow him. I found him on Instagram and I watched his story from that day. Mm-hmm. The whole, he he did like a recap after the whole thing really? happened, and he just showed all of his videos from that day. <laughs> He woke up. He put on a fake mustache, a fake beard, everything. He like put on like he put on glasses. He made himself look nothing like himself. Wow. So it was all like prosthetics. It was like legitimate. Like he, dude, he. It was like a full. I don't know if he did prosthetics, but I think he like he had a he had a fake beard. He had a fake mustache, glasses. He like changed the way he looked a little bit. I don't know like what else he did. 
And then he went into the, he got into the stadium. He had a ticket. And like this wow. dude is a, has a lifetime ban from every soccer stadium. And he went into the stadium to watch this. Vitaly was able to get the equivalent of $3.97 million worth of advertising time wow. during this. So think about it. For a company to advertise during the Champions League final, usually a ton of fucking money. You could imagine yep. that. Yep. Like, think about what you know about the Super Bowl. Like, a 30-second Super Bowl ad is like how much? What, $6 million, $8 million, it's, 10 million, whatever the fuck it is? stupid money. And this dude convinces his girlfriend, or she was super about it, like was yeah, all about yeah. it. I mean, mind you, she went from 500,000 subscribe followers to 3, 3 million. million. I'd yeah. be pretty happy yeah. about it too. Um, she was all about it. They got about $4 million worth of advertising for free. All she wow. did was get arrested. And, yeah, and they let her out a couple hours later. Yeah, he bailed her out and she's fine. Like, yeah, she's going to have to go to court or whatever. Most likely they're going to have to pay a fine. Mm-hmm. But basically... His Instagram blew up. Her Instagram blew up. His website blew up. Everybody, everything blew up. This dude yeah. got the equivalent of like, like the craziest amount of marketing just for a, a, a stunt like this. The fine that you have to pay is is more than worth it. You know? Minimal. He's he's yeah. good. He's great. Like everybody's talking about it. It's become this giant, massive thing. And like we said, I don't think that I think that if the game had been much better and it was like a good game i don't think anyone would care as much yeah. like yeah whatever she's good looking there's always gonna be people who are gonna go look and like look it up but this is like taking on a fucking life of its own to give you guys an idea i posted a funny meme about it on our instagram we have never gotten that many likes and and followers or whatever the meme that i posted has been shown to sixty thousand people in two days <laughs> we have almost four thousand likes we've never gotten four thousand likes on anything on ever so I'm like, just like, yeah. it's something that's taking a life of its own. That's like, it goes back to just how dull the game was. Like, <laughs> people are just so, a Champions League final was won, and people are just looking for something to talk about brilliant to the game. And honestly, it sucks that that was kind of the highlight. Because no one wants to talk about, who wants to talk about Divock Origi's goal? Get out of here, Divock Origi. Uh, yeah, the fact, the fact that Divock Origi scored in a Champions League final, like, uh, and like, this dude's barely started any games this season, and he has way too many memorable goals. Like, really I'm sorry. Does, man. It's like, really not fair. Like, no. why can't a good player do it? Honestly. Look at me talking about it as if, like, I'm some kind of player. But I don't, I don't talk shit about him. Fuck him and fuck his whole Liverpool team. Yeah, hey, I play against Andre Onano. Okay, <laughs> some respect on my name, folks. <laughs> so then, Egg, I have, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Do you, because of all, everything that we've just talked about, what does this mean for the future of football in this influencer space? Are influencers kind of getting too powerful in a way? Does this... Is this going to start happening more often? Because clearly, we just talked about how successful this stunt was. Even though it was, it most people hate pitch invaders. They denounce them. It's like this massive thing. Like hate them. They're awful. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. I I think it's awful. I hate it. It's just a waste of time. And you just look stupid. You know what I mean? Like the players are clearly saying they're looking at you. Like get out of here. Right. And I think that just because she's a young, good-looking girl, everybody's kind of like, ooh, whatever. It's yeah, fine. exactly. And that's that's a hundred percent helping her. Which I really shouldn't either. Either way, whether it's a good-looking female or if it's an overweight dude, it's just it's annoying and just get on with the damn game. Right. But overall, yeah, I, I think it's getting to a point where these guys are having a little too much uh, influence. I saw uh, I saw a thing, a funny thing that a bunch of YouTubers are invited to the game, like a bunch of like yeah YouTubers and like social media influencers invited to the game, and half of them don't even know what's going on. Don't even know any any, any of it. One, yeah. one of the guys who was invited to the game was on a soccer i don't know if it was a podcast a show something but he was recorded talking about last year's final this is he was recorded maybe a month and a half ago talking about last year's final final he's, he's talking he's a liverpool should have won if Mignolet didn't fu- didn't go crazy in that final and fuck up 
and like, the guy the guy recording goes, you know, Minulated didn't play Carius did, and he goes, oh shit, and like that's wild because it everybody talked about Carius. Everyone, in that final. everyone did. It so was you, all over the news. So you're telling me this guy was given tickets to the game? Didn't have, didn't not like he went to go buy them. He was given tickets. They went out of his way to let this man come, and he doesn't even know who's playing. Oh, well, that that kind of circles back to that thing we talked about the Europa League final a couple weeks back, yeah, how yeah, like yeah. they basically do 6,000 tickets to each team, and then the rest is just uh, people from the media and stuff like that. Exactly. Which is bonkers. Like, So I was talking to my girlfriend who, this whole weekend, she's been sending me texts and videos of like all the amount of English people in Madrid. She's like, I've never seen so much red in my life. Yeah. Because she was at the Fan Fest with all the Liverpool supporters, and she's like... Babe, it was insane. Like, there were so many fucking people. Like, it was bananas. And so, like she said, all weekend, it was just, like, this crazy, like, sea of, of, of fucking English people in Madrid. And yet, only, like, 10,000 maybe got in total. Yeah, 12, yeah. 15,000 of the people who were there to watch their teams got in. Mm-hmm. And so... It's I, insane. It, yeah. it, it just feels like they're trying to make it more to a social gathering than an actual football well, match. Well, because they're doing it as a, they're doing it as a giant like advertisement because they yeah. know that everybody watches the Champions League final. And, and so I follow a YouTube channel from Brazil called Jazim Pijutas. It's the biggest soccer channel. I actually think they're the biggest soccer channel on the planet. I don't yeah, know I if think, anybody I has. Right. I I don't know if any other soccer channel has more subscribers than they do. They have almost seven million subscribers. Yeah. No, they actually, I'm sorry. They have more than 7 million subscribers. I think they're at like 7.3. But basically, they actually did a vlog from... They do a vlog every Champions League final for the past four years. And like, it's actually really cool to get to watch how one of their main presenters goes to the Champions League final. And like, he's a Real Madrid supporter. So for the past couple of years, he's like cried every time he's gone. So it's really cool. Yeah. This year, you could actually watch from the video just how like the actual game was kind of lame, like itself, because it wasn't like that emotional. The whole video, or whatever, just wasn't that great. I was kind of like, eh. But the whole point was like, you know, they're so worried about trying to advertise it that they're almost missing the spirit of the game. Like exactly, if if. 70% of the stadium is being filled with just like invitees, YouTubers, people who are there to cover the game. It just seems wrong. Like, why don't you have like the soccer is for the supporters. It's for the people who enjoy and support the game. Like, think about these Liverpool fans who have been following their team for some of them decades. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, they they had the heartbreak of last year and they lost last year only to make it back. There's a really cool story there. Yeah. But most of them had to watch the final somewhere in Madrid, and they didn't get into the right. State. Just because you want to invite a bunch of social media influencers and YouTubers that, that don't really know what they're don't even know half half the info going on in this game. Yeah, I don't know. Overall, back to your question, I think yeah, I think the whole social media influence and influencers, YouTubers, I think it's getting a little out of hand. In, in big matches, you know what I mean? Right. And like we said, Vitaly was not invited because he's he not, not allowed he not, in any yeah. stadium. He did it on his own. And so with him and with this whole situation that had happened, do you see that this do you see this becoming a more common thing? Yeah. We just sat and talked about how much advertising he got for his website mm-hmm. and him and his girlfriend just grew and grew in clout on social media. Yeah. I'm I think, scared. Yeah, I think it definitely opens the door to something that you don't want happening often. Hopefully you don't you don't ever want it happening, but now I feel like every every big match where you know there'll be a big crowd of people watching or just a big audience in general, this is gonna happen. It's sad because like mm-hmm. I I and, don't and and how far how long do you let it go on until one time these people mess with a player or they do something to a player one time? Right. You know what I mean? And it's like now they're gonna have to start hiring even more stewards. And yep. they're gonna have, and there are already so many people yep. at a stadium trying to control the crowds yeah. that it's like 
what else can you do? Exactly. You know and I mean? also speaking of the stewards, I don't know if you watched the like the actual. Oh, the I, dude barely chased her. And I saw I saw the video of her like jumping out of the stands and making to the to the pitch. I don't know if you've seen the video. This girl's great looking girl, but she's clearly not athletic. She's not that fast. No, the stewards did an absolutely awful job. The fact that no one was able to stop before she got to the field and got to pretty much midfield, sad. These guys are not doing a good job. You know what I mean? Like yeah. she was able to run past maybe four or five stewards, and not a single one grabbed her. Not a single one stopped her. Right. It took Madlong to actually like stop her from like you yeah. know, grab her and arresting her and leave, taking her off the pitch so the game could come back. Mm-hmm. I'm just scared. I don't want this to be a thing. Like Me neither. YouTube culture is great. You know what I mean? Like you know we have a fucking YouTube. You should subscribe. You should and like whatever. But there's a line that I don't know if it should be crossed. I get it. It was all in good fun. Right. This time, no one got hurt. It just stopped a pretty boring game. So I think like a lot of people are letting it slide. But I am scared that like there's a lot of prankster YouTubers. Right. There's a lot of people who do these kinds of things. And, you know, about like the whole Jake uh, Paul, Logan Paul, Jake Paul, yeah. or whatever yeah, the yeah, fuck yeah, the yeah. one the was. Pauls, who, the, Pauls. the Pauls, whatever they like. They are people who have been getting into a lot of controversy over the years. And it's like they're doing it because they get views. Yeah. And exactly. we all want to see a train wreck. But at the same time, like. It's great when you see it from the screen of your cell phone, but you got to remember that it's real people. There are yeah, real people who yeah. get affected by this kind of shit. And all that thing, they this way too. She was able to run on the field during live play. Oh yeah. Let's say Tottenham were building up or Liverpool were building up an attack that was going to result in a goal, and this girl runs or anybody runs on the field and and stops a look, good looking attack that could end in a goal. Imagine that. Or worse, stops it stops a clear goal scoring opportunity. Like how long? How far do you let it go? Until it eventually becomes a problem where it's resulting games. It's impacting results and, and potential goals. You know what I mean? Yeah. It has to be it has to be nipped in the butt before it becomes a major problem. It's already becoming a problem. Right. I mean, shit. Vitaly's been able to do this twice. Yeah. On two of the biggest games on the planet. Yeah, clearly handing out a, a lifetime ban is not enough. You Especially can, if you could just put on a fake beard and glasses and, and get, get into right the stadium. In, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, well... That is, uh, that was again probably the most entertaining part of the whole game. Sadly, it really fuck was. Liverpool. It really, yeah, yeah, honestly. Also, fuck Tottenham at this point. You guys, you guys didn't even show up. They really didn't. Harry Kane, I don't know, man. Lucas Moida, sorry, man. Yo, that part pissed me off too. Like yeah. the dude is your savior for two games to get you to the final. Yeah. And Harry Kane, who wasn't even fully match fit, gets benched for him. And I get it. I get it. I do. It's Harry fucking Kane who on his best day is one of the best strikers on the planet. But don't forget that Lucas Moda just scored three goals yeah. to get you to the final when you had you were already done. You I, f- I honestly felt bad for him. I really did. Yeah. Like, he, the man, and you could tell how much how much that hat trick in the semifinal meant to him. Like, yep. he was emotional. He was crying and everything. Yep. And he honestly, he, he looked distraught being on the bench, too. He looked like he was he was visibly pissed, and I, I don't blame him. Too. I don't know. I feel like you had to find a way to get him into that team if it meant maybe bringing in Kane later. Yep. Maybe it should have been done, but... Something. But all right, guys. I think that's a good place to end it. I agree. Especially after one more fuck Tottenham in there, just to be safe. Oh, yeah. Fuck Tottenham. <laughs> fuck Liverpool. I hate both of you. Especially all you Liverpool assholes. I hate Every all. single one of you. Especially you, Gilson. I hate, I hate you. I hate all you Spurs folks. Especially you, Sam, if you're listening to this. This would be a test of our friendship if they actually listen to this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I get a text saying, hey, you called me out, I know why. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. As always, thanks for listening. 
Let us know what you think. Do you think Dortmund were a little harsh on their fans? Do you think Nay's in the right, in the wrong? Are you scared for what for what the future holds for him? Let us know. And also, what do you think of the game? What do you think of these pitch invaders? And what do you think of Tottenham just stinking it up? I had to get one more in there. <laughs> but yeah, guys, let us know what you think. As always, thanks for watching.